Hello, family. We are here again for another week's of Candid Conversations. I am here with my sister, Dina. Hi, everyone. And today we have um, a couple of things we want to talk to you about. Uh, the first thing we want to talk about is, can you kind of talk about that, Dina? Oh, yeah. Um, we are going to talk about shopping cruelty-free uh, products and uh, exploring new brands that don't test on animals. And kind of like the importance of that. Yes. So I forgot to introduce myself. My name is Annabelle and I am your host uh, for Candid Conversations. Uh, so first of all, I want to start by wishing everyone a happy day, a happy week. If you're listening to this podcast in your car, thank you for tuning in or at work. Um, you know, so how was your week? My week was really good. This was uh, our July 4th week, so I had a very long weekend and got to spend it with my family and my boyfriend's family, so it was a very... Oh yeah, how was that? It was a good long weekend. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It's good to take a have like a four-day weekend um, because those are very rare, especially for like the July 4th, so I was very blessed that I got to have that. Good. I know it feels weird because it was like a middle, it was in the middle of the week, so yeah. it's like... Some people had to work on Monday, and then they had to turn around and work on Wednesday, and that kind of sucked for them, but I actually took the day off also, and my boyfriend's family has a lake house, so we went up on Friday, no, Saturday morning, and I stayed till Wednesday morning. I got up like mm -hmm. at five and drove back home, and that was really nice. I think the first day, it was just me, him, and his dad, so it was kind of like, I was... I just sleep a lot on the weekend. So it's like I, you know, got time to catch up on my rest. Um, so I haven't talked about this, but about two months ago, uh, we adopted a dog. His name is Kirby. He's uh, a rat terrier. We already have a rat terrier. And our rat terrier, rat terrier he's 10, 11 years old. And um, the reason I we adopted a dog is because in our hometown, they're... Uh, animal shelter burned down and a lot of these pets were left without like a facility displaced. yeah displaced and you know I read a post uh, that a girl posted that they're running out of room and I don't know it's it kind of really touched me and I was like well how much harder can it be to get another dog when you already have one dog but I definitely want to you know dedicate one podcast on adopting a dog but this is the first time taking him with like a lot of people because um, unfortunately, on the way driving up there, it's kind of sad, but he's definitely been through trauma, and at this point, we obviously don't know what kind of trauma or what, but no dog who's been in a loving home would be so scared about even being pet. Like, if you, if he's sleeping and you were to move, he, like, does, he, like, reacts and doesn't know where he's at, and mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, my dog, I can, like, literally, he'll be sleeping, I can move around, and he'll just, like, get up and readjust himself, but that's obviously because he trusts people when mm -hmm. he's sleeping and the environment he's in, so, uh, you know, driving up there, I was, I drove with him, and my boyfriend took our other dog, 
And I, it kind of got, it got, it got sentimental because I'm like, what sick person? This dog is so sweet. He's beautiful. He's a sweet dog. Did that to this dog for him to... To have behavioral issues. Yeah, to have behavioral issues. But to make a long story short, it was the first time we had him around people. And it was it was challenging having him around a lot of different people and being in a place he hasn't been before. Having Kirby there was definitely a challenge because we haven't had him in a different environment besides our home. But I think he, we we dealt with it and we did the best we can. So that was interesting. So then, you know, I came back to reality and that was kind of easy. It was kind of a laid back week. Besides that, it was I was really laid back day, laid back week. But this morning, and you like love these shows. I don't watch as much reality shows until The Bachelor of mm. Bachelor 20 Ben Higgins season is when I started watching The Bachelor but before that I kind of will watch here and there so that's that and WAGS WAGS is like uh, wives and girlfriends of professional players it's on E! I watched the first season on that so you don't watch much reality TV? like it's here and there I don't I mean keeping up with the Kardashians I've seen here and there like certain seasons I'll keep up more but you're not an avid watcher I'm not an avid watcher but I know you love this franchise, and I one of my radio shows I listen to every morning, The Bird Show, they always talk about it because they love it. Uh, but I, it just happened. I was trying to watch just a show that I can't really, like, just kind of pass the time because mm-hmm. I was kind of trying to get ready for my day. And uh, it was The Housewives of Beverly Hills. I don't know. I, I remember watching the Orange County one when it was, like, starting on was still in high school, but I haven't watched, like, any of them, mm-hmm. so I remember, I even called you every day, because I was like, these women, like, <laughs> they look so weird to me, it's like, when with people, I don't know, it's like, you know when someone has money, because it's like the plastic surgery and stuff, mm-hmm. but, and they're all so skinny, it's like, it's insane, and so it's the first season, so I went back to the first season, and so I kind of just did that today. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want you watch the New York one, right? Um, I'll I'll watch. I watch some reality TV, and I do watch the Real Housewives, a uh, couple of the cities. But I think for me, it's more entertainment, and it's not something that I really like have to really pay attention to. It's just, I guess, for fun. But not a lot of people are into reality TV, so it's. I don't. I don't know. I think. It does get a bad reputation because obviously does, you're yeah. not. I mean, whereas maybe a show that has a storyline, like an actual storyline, you feel more compelled with the character, and this is just like it's dramatic TV. It's dramatic it's TV. Men, it's it's a sensation. It's more for the sensationalism. It's not really anything deep. You're not. You know, it's it's for fun. That's what it's meant to be for. Um, but yeah, I do watch uh, the 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 Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and the one of, in New York City, and I think they're entertaining. The franchise, and obviously, it's become this multi-million-dollar like franchise, and like Andy Cohen has like just grown so much with Bravo from the franchise in itself. But the cool thing is that all these women also like they 
do stuff within you know their that platform they mm-hmm. do other stuff and become business women yeah most of them um have the opportunity to create a business um or seek new opportunities out of it um and a lot of them are actresses or married to business owners themselves but they have you know they have taken advantage of that platform and build a brand on their own so i think that part is interesting that's what i like about the one in new york but again, like I said, there's really nothing. <laughs> all it is is a dra- a show about drama. Yeah. And I think it's like, it's a little um, overly done from time to time. So it's not a show that I would say like, oh yeah, I recommend like, hey, you go watch this. That it, it, it wasn't bad watching it because then you kind of look at these women that their wives look at their stories and how they are. They become who they are at that point. But, like, one thing I was going to say is that when I watch stuff, I usually Google. Like, I'm so mm-hmm. interested of those people's lives and who they're married now. And it was interesting because all of them have, like, three of the main characters. One of the main characters, like, husband committed suicide. And then the other one divorced. It was married to Frazier. Like, divorced her within the first season. Mm-hmm. So, it was, like, very interesting to kind of read all that and kind of... It was kind of sad because I guess it's like you put your life out there. I guess my point of bringing this up is just to show you that. Yeah, please explain to me. Please explain why I'm talking about the housewives. But I, to me, it's to show you that everyone, even people that you think have it all together or very wealthy people still have their own issues. Like, yeah. you know, depression and cheating that doesn't discriminate with your rich pores black white hispanic so i guess that's where i was kind of going interesting to see these people's lives and kind of hearing the backstory of what happens in the back end but yeah so yeah so i spent my morning watching reality tv and then um i came over so we can do this podcast <laughs> so let's just get on with the show since i went on my rant about reality tv uh so i know you wanted to talk about something that has been important for both of us, but you have done a lot of research on this, or you have more knowledge than I do on this. I'm going to kind of let you take the lead. Okay. Uh, So what exactly is animal cruelty makeup or... Well, what I wanted to talk about is just kind of bring awareness to living a or shopping a more cruelty-free Lifestyle. So what that means is that shopping products, shopping for products that are not tested on animals. And the reason why this is important to me is because I am, you know, a big advocate for, um, you know, stopping animal testing, stopping animal abuse, um, more, you know, awareness about animal rights. So one of the biggest factors is animal testing is done um, by big brands. So they can test ingredients on the animals before they put their um, products out to the public. Um, The biggest problem is is that, of course, some of these tests are very evasive and they're kind of archaic. Like, um, they're not not necessary. So it's almost unnecessary abuse. And um, what the animals have to endure sometimes, it's kind of scary to think about it. Um, Sometimes they're skin is burned off or you know they their the ingredients are put in their eyes so sometimes these animals go blind um and it's all against you know their their will well can i just say that's even an issue there like why are they putting stuff that might 
poison and animal like why are they not natural ingredients like the things that we're putting well, in our face that's what's like, Im- important to know is that they are you know some of these ingredients are not natural ingredients and they can be more harmful so th- they're kind of going out of that realm where they want to test these things on animals to make sure it's not harmful on animals like these synthetic ingredients so they can put that out there in the public for humans to use what i don't understand is why aren't these things tested on humans when humans are going to be the ones that are going to be using it but mainly what what i want to talk about is how i think it's important for you to know what brands are cruelty free and what brands are not and this doesn't only relate to beauty skincare or beauty products it relates to everything it relates to the products that are in your home um, and also many other different um, items that you would use so it's important for you to be aware um, that there are these big companies that do tests on animals and if you if you have any sort of love for animals I know that you're gonna you know you're gonna relate to this and you're gonna say hey I've had no idea that you know these products are tested on animals or most products are tested on most brands test on animals um, and it's unnecessary so I just kind of want to go about how you can start shopping cruelty-free and what to look for. So that's really what I wanted to go into. And Annabelle, of course, is so generous to give me the platform to do this on her podcast. Well, I, and this is separated from the eating and the consciousness of, like, your vegan mentality because animal cruelty, you don't have to be vegan to shop animal cruelty, like, Uh, cruelty you mean cruelty free cruelty free sorry cruelty free products you don't have to be vegan or vegetarian or anything to try to be conscious of what you're putting in your face what you put in your hair what you put in the products you're using to clean and if we support more products that don't do that then it just becomes those big powerhouses that are using these these animals but not only that these products are, are harmful for us humans too like only because it's tested an animal is not gonna it doesn't mean it's safe. i mean yeah. i'm not i know we're our skin is different i don't we don't have fur like I, I, why putting something on an animal and saying that it, it's you know it's been clarified like it's good to go it doesn't mean so that's that's kind of why i'm glad you're, you're talking you're saying that just because they um just because they tested on an animal that it doesn't mean that it's still safe for a human to use. Yeah, right? because yeah. it's like we don't maybe it's, in chimpanzee, but even they they like their fur, they have more hair than us. Like No, I I, I disagree. I'm not I saying think, that it, that's okay either, but I'm saying that's not like that's even like closer to our spe- species, but we're made different like we're we we're not built. We, we have a different makeup. And I guess they have a different why, you know, why they, they don't test on people. It's because a, they don't want to be liable for that, exactly. which is crazy. It's like testing on it's people. It's a high risk. It's a high risk for them. And they, but it's like if they took the time, but there are just so many brands out there that are natural, they're organic, they're vegan and even drugstores. Yeah. And are safe. You don't have to like go spend an extra $30 to buy these products. You just have to be aware. And you know, that's kind of where Dina's going to explain all that stuff to you. I guess what we're trying to say is think about it. If they have to test it on an animal, what it really entails in, in that 
in that specific ingredient? Why does that ingredient have to be tested on an animal first? Um, and more than likely the answer is it's because it could be harmful to you as a human for you to have it. Um, so yeah, so I just want to go into more details of exactly why I wanted to talk about this on your platform. And um, the... <laughs> What my sister's laughing at is that as we were recording um, and talking about animal cruelty, her dog is actually outside the door whimpering and crying because he wanted to come in um, to be with us. But unfortunately, he snores really loud. He's a cavalier. So we decided to keep him outdoors. But this is where we take a second to make him comfortable and, you know, no whimpering background. Our thing is you don't have to break a budget or go spend a lot of money to shop cruelty free. Like, can I talk about exactly why I wanted to talk to you about this? Yes, this go week. ahead. So last. Oh yes. Okay, thank you. Like, there is a relevance why she there wanted. There's a reason why I wanted to talk about this. But there's everything we talk about. There's always a back thought to it, even though we go on a rant. Well, I, it's important for everyone to know that I do shop cruelty free. Um, I'm very passionate about it. I tell my friends all the time, like, hey, did you know that brand isn't cruelty free, but this brand is, and it's equally as good. But anyways, the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because um, NARS, and it's a beauty company, just decided to start selling their products in China. And China has a law that they have to test all their beauty products, mainly actually maybe all all of their products on animals before it can be sold in their market. Um, so this for NARS is is a big thing because NARS was a cruelty-free brand um, it, when it wasn't selling in China. But now because it's required by law in China, they're going to start testing their products on animals. So there was a big, of course, uproar in the cruelty-free community because Here's a brand that was for a long time cruelty free, but because they see huge money signs, you know, in China, they're willing to go back on their ethics when it comes to testing on animals. So one of um, a really big um, beauty um, empire, advocate and oh. an empire, which is Kat Von D, um, she has her own beauty line, and you might be aware of her because she's, you know, a famous tattoo artist, mm -hmm. and she was in Inked. Or, Inked, yeah. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what the name of that I that think, reality show was. Yeah, she um, but, but you might know her from that, but she also has a beauty brand, um, and she's a huge advocate for animal rights, and she was really upset about this, and she mm -hmm. wrote a long post about how she is so disappointed that on NARS... On Instagram page. Exactly, on her Instagram page. That NARS would start testing on animals, so... And she even wrote that she doesn't post graphic pictures. And along, uh, along and with her, yeah. And she posted, a, a, like, a slideshow of how the... It was bunnies, um, how they're tested. And it, it was kind of... It, I liked it, and um, I don't think I comment on it, but and it had a lot of likes, which I'm happy, and it was on the news, which I'm also happy about that because... She obviously is so passionate about that that she went after big, big, big guys. Nars is a big, the selling Sephora, I'm pretty sure it's a big money maker. And she wasn't ashamed of, hey, you know, for so long I've supported you for so long. I was believed in this brand and then out of nowhere because the money always wins. Unfortunately, they went back on their word. But here's one person who has such a huge following that she's like, I'm not scared. I'm going to talk about that. So that was really cool. Yeah, and I love that. So it kind of just tied back of this week of she her posting that and us talking about it. And, um, 
us being passionate about animal rights, but mostly something that I feel like we can do start today and just being aware of what we're putting in our uh, in well, our I households, mean, like even yeah. toothbrush, deodorants, all that that you don't think about is testing on animals. That's something exactly you can start today. So, and this is something that everyone can do. It's so simple. It's not at all any. It's not a hard task. We're not asking. You know, no one. When it comes to cruelty free, it's not about you changing your diet or anything that you're used to doing. But it's more of like being a conscious shopper. So I have some tips for you, Annabelle, and I'm pretty sure you know them, but I want to share them with your listeners as well. Um, So one of the biggest things is always do your research. Um, The internet, it's an amazing tool and everybody knows this, but there's a lot of websites that are um, mainly for people to go on them to search for brands to see which brands are cruelty free and which ones are not. So like I said, this, this applies to everything. This applies to your household items to your skincare, to your beauty, and like Annabelle said, also like other products like your toothbrushes, you know, hairbrushes, deodorant, deodorant all of that stuff, Your all of your health products. So um, go on the internet, do your research, and see which brands are cruelty-free and which ones aren't. And um, I promise it's going to be an easy search. It's not hard at all. And everyone has, you know, the internet, it's like a click away. It's, you know, at your fingers. So that's like my number one. Um, Also to look at the ingredients because some of the ingredients, and there are also animal-derived ingredients, which means that the ingredients come from an animal. So um, just make sure you do your research and see, you know, what exactly is in that ingredient list. And you might be surprised exactly what goes into um, making a specific product. And, you know, you might decide, hey, I don't want to use this specific brand anymore because they use all these other ingredients on there that I don't really think I need to put on my body. So that's a big one that I think is important. Um, So um, what makes it easy for you, my other tip, what makes it easy for you to look for cruelty-free brands is that a lot of the times they have logos. Um, So if it has a vegan logo, which is typically the V, um, that's your um, assurance that it wasn't tested on an animal. Um, and then there's other ones uh, like the, the bunnies. Like mm-hmm. um, there's the Leaping Bunny logo and a couple of other um, bunny logos that you'll come across. And those are a sure bet that they are, weren't tested on animals. So that's really, really an easy one to look for. Um, and then some something that you have to definitely be aware of is that some of the companies claim to be cruelty free. So I wouldn't be surprised if NARS, which is one of the companies we're talking about, um, is still gonna promote themselves as cruelty free. But like we said, they sell in China, so they will be testing which their- technically is that, could they do that in the United States because they're not testing in the United, which, because they're manufactured here, right? They, no, the, they will still be testing any of their products in China. So but that's for the China market. It doesn't matter. They're still testing so animals. It's not so like it's any... technically not cruelty free when you're testing. You can't just say, well, just because no, it's I happening know. in this country, yeah. it doesn't make but it. But that's real. A, I see how they can go around it saying exactly. Hey, so, because if they're manufactured here, then they if, if they're 
trying to sell to China and testing in the China land, and they're like, okay, we're not cruelty free in China, but we might be cruelty free everywhere else because every what you're getting and putting in your well. So so then this is what I was getting to is that most of the times those brands are marketed as um, we do not test on animals, and then this is the big what you need to look for is. They say, except where it's required by law. So when you see that except, if it's required by law, then you know that they're definitely testing on animals, you know, for that specific country. Do you know where it's only law? I don't know exactly. Um, I mean, China's probably the biggest one. Exactly. But like I said, NARS is probably going to promote themselves as a company that doesn't test on animals, except for when required by law, you know, example, China. Um... So anyway, so I just wanted to let people know that, you know, some companies do um, claim to be cruelty-free, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's true. So, like, going back to my number one tip is do your research and really find out. And the best way for you to do that is to email that company, you know, hey, do you test on animals? And more than likely, one of their reps, customer service, will get back to you with an exact answer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of the time, it's... No, we do not test on animals. And then when you see that, no, but except for when required by law, then there's your answer, then more than likely. And sometimes, in, if you, especially if you shop on Amazon or, you know, online, they'll they'll have it as a bullet point or if you keep looking. Exactly. If you're going to an actual, sh- like, CVS, because there are also drugstore uh, makeup that they, or durant, um, one of the fat, it's like a cleaner. It's called what is it called? Natural method, method which I love. Uh, I love the way they smell. It's all natural, but you look in the back, so you can also look in the back and see what it says. But yeah, so if you're buying online, just look at the bullet points. Look at if not, scroll down. They usually have more information at the bottom after like reviews and look what what it does say, and they would put it there. But of course, yeah, another great places emailing them direct yeah and looking at just turn the bottle around look at your labels and you would you would be surprised at how many ingredients are in the back of labels so yeah. it's it's good because then you'll be aware of exactly what you're putting in your body or what you're putting in your home um so i think it's it's important for people to to understand yeah. really what goes behind uh, these you know what goes behind being a conscious consumer. Yeah, because, it, you know, this is America and we're a consumer country. Well, I guess that t- kind of ties back to in the past, when I was taking, I believe, a psychology class, it was talking about in the 1950s when advertising was, became big and you would see, like, ads on in billboards and ads on newspapers. And then they go straight up lie to your face. And oh, how yeah. would you know... And now we're in our generation where we are being awakening because we have the power of Googling stuff. We have the power of researching stuff. We have the power in our fingertips. Instagram is a huge... We're just more aware of things now. We're more aware. Instagram's a huge page for me where I find stuff that I wasn't aware about, conspiracy or whatever, but it's like there's more people sharing information. And at the end of the day, it's like we're in a pandemic where we're high risk of cancer, high risk of obesity, high risk of heart fate, you know, heart disease, number three killers, and one of them being cancers, and, you know, we don't still don't know what's to lead to that, but it's like being conscious of what you're putting in your body, what you're putting in, not only inside what you're eating, but outside, 
a beauty is a billion dollar company and exactly. they will try to sell you whatever they think you don't even need and they, they promise you all this stuff at the end of the day it's like make sure you know what you're putting in your body before you actually do it and just being conscious but obviously this ties back of you're us buying something and giving money to this company that's testing on these poor animals that really there's no need for that when we can put money towards a company that doesn't do that and help them grow and beat those big bucks i mean exactly. these companies so yeah that's a good point you want to invest in these companies that already don't test on animals that are you know more geared toward natural um skincare natural home care whatever it is um so you do want to invest in those companies and i think that's that is that would be great if people would know well, more about it this. starts with one and it starts with us talking about it in my podcast it talks about people writing about i was one of my favorite pages on facebook is called viral thread and they post a lot of i mean they they do both they post this stuff making fun of people who are very conscious of animal cruelty or being vegans and then they posted a, a kind of a skit of if if people treated animals the way we treat animals and like reading through those comments was so harsh because all the comments were so mean and kind of heartbreaking i remember one of the girls said oh my god just reading these comments like people are just so cruel like get me out of this planet that's exactly what she wrote but I was like, I was still, I wrote, thank you, Viral Thread, for sharing this because it's like, it starts with one message. Even though it's getting people fired up, it's getting them to talk about it. So it's like, that is what you should be doing. It's like, even though you don't, just talk about it. People might not agree with it, but you talking about it, you might change someone's mind. But obviously, this is something that I think it's way more doable then, yeah. you know, changing your diet's more doable because at the end of the day, you should know what you're putting in your body. On your skin. On your, your skin. Body, what you're consuming. What you're actually. cleaning with. I mean, that's how Jessica Alba went from actress who started her own company is because she's like, there's not companies that, yeah, like, what are these? Yeah, honest company, which she gears more toward like natural be, Yeah, natural ingredients. And yeah. look at her where she's at now. And it's like... <laughs> I mean, obviously, she had a, already a platform, but it starts like that. It's like there's not enough do people doing the right thing. So when you go and try to do the right thing, then there's people who are going to follow you. So, and and really, the reason why I think I'm so passionate about it is because I have this great love for animals, and they are they don't have a voice, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I'm sure that these animals in these conditions. They're, they're not happy. They're not living mm, a fulfilled life. Yeah. So that's really where my my head is at. That's what I go back to is I don't want to, uh, to, um, to uh, I guess, contribute to this industry where um, an innocent creature is being hurt. Because you have to remember at the end of the day that these animals have feelings. They can feel pain. You know, they feel lonely. And... Um, and that's what's going on with them in this industry when it, they are tested. Um, so just just think about that. And and this, I don't think it's it's a hard thing to transition to to becoming a a cruelty free conscious shopper. I don't think this is a difficult task. Mm -hmm. I think it's easy. And once you get in it, I promise it's you'll just never go back because you'll just be conscious of that from now on. And and you'll probably, you know, it probably will take you a while to get there, and that's fine. There's, there was times where I would buy products that were completely, you know, turning around. I'm like, oh, wait, this is, 
maybe this does have an ingredient that was, you know, tested on an animal. And I made the mistake, but I kept trying and kept going. And just know that it's okay for you to make mistakes and you'll get there one day. You'll mm -hmm. one day be a, a cruelty-free conscious shopper. So, yeah, that was that was my bit. That's what I wanted to really talk about. Well, thank you, Dina, for sharing that with us. Thank you guys for tuning in to another week's of Candid Conversations. Um, we actually had another topic we wanted to talk about, but we ran out of time. And I kind of think that that's great to kind of, you know, take some moments to talk to you about how great it has been for me to have support from friends and family and from strangers. Uh, to me, it's like this is something that I... I'm so passionate about and it's something that I started with literally I do it with my phone an app that I downloaded from iTunes it was like ten dollars to download and a microphone I, I got from Amazon I take it with me I go to my sister's house or wherever I'm meeting the, the person I'm doing the podcast with and we sit there and we just talk and try to bring topics that we feel are relevant or feel passionate about but that's kind of goes to to the point that I, you know, I don't make money off of this right now. We're barely starting and I can't really pay my sister. But it's great when you have people that can take the time out of their day to believe and support your dream. And to me, that like speaks so much number of not only my friends and family members, of how grateful I am for them to do that with me. Because at the end of the day, you know, this is my dream, but this is something that I feel like it's it's fulfilling for people. Obviously, like I said, I love to talk, so it's not that hard for me to sit there and chat and just have a microphone recording me. Uh, with that said, I also want to tell you to celebrate the small stuff. If you are starting a, a venture, a side hustle, a gig, something for your church, for your school, for your kids, whatever it can be, you know, make sure you do celebrate the small stuff, small stuff because um, this week I actually was... Uh, my friend asked me for the link on iTunes for the podcast and I went to search my podcast and it actually came up first when when a couple weeks ago I was like third or fourth and you know that it's not huge because you still have to search me it's not like it just came up but I thought it was just so great and it's something I felt really proud of even if it's that small so make sure whatever it is do celebrate the small stuff because that's something to be proud of because then you know okay I'm doing something and it might not have the results I need right now but it's slowly going there make sure you know that you like I think I read a, a quote saying if you have the will then just keep going and that's really it is just keep doing it and you know eventually you're gonna see results also we're talking about support there's um, a lot of support when it comes to kind of putting yourself out there and networking with people. Instagram is such a good tool, but like people that you might not even usually talk to, messaging them and or them messaging you and like, hey, you know, can you read my blog? Check out my blog or check out my podcast. And I'm lucky that I have actually a friend who's in the podcast business that he actually also does theme music and he uh, helped me with my th um, theme song. So if you need a song or a theme song, you know, make sure you check out his website, audioblender.studio. Uh, he was so generous to take time out of his day to come up with a little theme song for me. And I'm very grateful for that. But like I said, I can't even imagine people who've been so successful with no support. Like, I have so much respect for those people. 
I, I don't even know how they do it, but I'm very, very fortunate to have people who do support me, uh, even strangers that are message me or listening to you listening to this podcast. I don't know you and you're taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I'm very grateful for that. And that's kind of where I want to end it. You know, it's like, as you're starting stuff stuff out, there's there's no one telling you this is how it has to be. Kind of go with your own schedule. At the end of the day, we didn't get to a second topic. It's okay. Don't beat yourself up up on it. You know, eventually when you are, you know, you get to a paid, probably like a paid one, you're going to have more of a structured schedule. But once you're learning and starting, just try it and just do it. And don't be afraid of the bad criticism or the, you know, and, and appreciate the good criticism. But you know, just like put yourself out there and make sure you are consistent with it. But like I said, I'm very grateful for you tuning in. Please um, tune in to next week's episode and have a great day. Thank you. Bye.